0: I listen to a a lot of podcasts these days. (laughs) That's all I listen to. You ever listen to this one? (laughs) Actually, I don't.
1: (laughs) That's great, Flash. (laughs) Hello, hello. Welcome to the Maleko and Flash podcast. Oh, gosh. Oh, boy. Thanks for joining us. I'm Maleco.
0: Hey,
1: I'm Flash. Well, okay, so we were going to bring back one of our favorite guests here to the show. Wait, they, were, one of our favorite guests? But They were last on the show in March of 2000. And, yeah, but I guess they weren't available. So we're going to go back to <laughs> yeah, one of our other guests. <laughs> they were on the show in March of 2018. Six months later, they opened for Guns N' Roses at what? Aloha Stadium. What? Hands down, the best rock band in Hawaii. Kings of Spade are here, ladies and gentlemen. Let's give a big round of applause, Kings of Spade. Yeah.
0: Kings of Spade. All right. The entire band is here. Yeah. They are Thanks.
1: encompassed in one person. Thanks for having all of us. That's great. Did Kings you?
0: of Spade knew how important it was to be on this podcast, so they all rearranged their schedules to be here. Yep.
2: <laughs> Every single one of us, we're all here. <laughs> they uh, they leave the talking to me though, so they'll they'll be kinda quiet. They're just they're shy on the microphone.
1: This is fantastic. I'm I'm so glad that we could get you all together again here. They're doing their 8th Annual Tribute Motown at the Republic on Valentine's Day. And as always, tickets are on sale now at jointherepublic.com. And they're also opening for unlikely candidates at the Republic on March 5th. Very busy schedule. March 3rd. Very busy schedule. March 3rd. Excuse yeah. me. That's March my 3rd. fault,
0: not his. Man, yeah. You're just terrible uh, at your job. This is it. I'm going to blame Maddie and say that's what he texted yeah. me. I don't know. Also
1: terrible at booking guests who <laughs> <'cause> <laughs> apparently nobody showed up
0: yeah. today. So,
2: <laughs> Jesse, thanks for being here. Hey, the bartender showed up. I mean, that's the most important thing, right? That is the most yeah. important thing. Thank We're already on
0: our second drink, by the
2: way. Great to be here, by the way. Thank you very much. And I like how Maleko hit record right after the last unflattering thing was said about him. It I like how <laughs> I'm trying to
0: introduce Brandon and Jesse just keeps talking.
1: <laughs> I'll just keep drinking then. I'm he's fine. speaking for four members of the band,
2: here, yeah, so he's got a, Jesse's got a
0: full plate today. Got got now I might as well talk. throw in a fifth guy and be
2: the bartender too. Flash, I don't want to interrupt. Can we introduce Brandon now? I feel like you're being really <laughs> rude.
0: He remembered my name. <laughs> For the second time, both of you are on the show for the second time, so shame on both of you for saying yes for the second time after knowing what you're going to get into. We have Brandon from Quink Pialani Hotel's Deck Waikiki Pool Deck Bar. It's beautiful, priceless views of Diamond Head. Gorgeous. And trust me when I tell you, if Brandon is there, just walk up to him and say, I like whiskey. Make the magic happen, and he will make the magic happen.
3: Brandon, thanks for coming back. Happy to be here. You know, uh, I have a punch card, so hopefully when it gets filled up, I will get... the uh, Free sandwich. That's right. I will get... A, <laughs> or, or tickets to my favorite concert.
1: That's it. Well, that's that's a possibility. Or or uh, tickets
0: to a Kings of Spades show. Just maybe. <laughs>
1: just maybe. Hey! Bingo. The
0: hits keep on coming, <laughs> folks. Also, uh, Casey and the rest of the band, if you don't like what I'm saying, too bad you're not here to uh, defend yeah. yourself. Feel well, free to speak <laughs> up. <laughs>
1: Well, thanks for coming in, Jesse. You, you've, been, you've been pretty busy with the band. Uh, talk about, first of all, talk about Guns and Roses. Tell me about that experience. How does that even happen? Um, yeah, that was
2: gnarly, right? And that's weird that that happened. Do we agree? Is it weird? That we, that, we, that we
1: did that? I mean, it made sense when I saw it. It was insane. But it was insane. Yeah. Um,
2: we, uh, we found out we were going to do the gig. Um, the gig. We found out we were going to do it like two days before we actually did it. Really? Yeah, it was nuts. I thought
1: you were keeping it under wraps no. the whole time.
2: No, because uh, there was a, uh, I mean, um, they were going to have Deftones open up. Deftones couldn't do it. They were, gonna have, they, were, they were trying to get like big national acts to come in. And uh, our manager, uh, Manny Hazelgrove, uh, who Flash will say whatever he wants about him, <laughs> uh, and, but <laughs> whatever you're gonna say about the guy he 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 like vouch for us hard and it wasn't he wasn't the like sole promoter but he had um connection with the the big company that was bringing him down he was like listen say live nation okay live nation Mm -hmm. um i didn't know how to say it it's two words it's very difficult um but uh every time a national act was like you know where they're not doing it or whatever he was like listen there's this local band they'll draw uh, they're going to be a lot cheaper than Deftones, you
1: know. And uh, way to sell it, Matty. Yeah.
2: I mean, he's, he's he's he knows how to talk to promoters. Like, That's listen, it. it'll save you money, and they're like, okay.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but music uh, to
2: any promoter's ears. But like, so a week out, we got a uh, um, we got a call that like we might get it. You might. We might. And we were like, oh, are you kidding me? That is the ultimate tease. Yeah. And though. then like a couple days after that, he was like, looking like maybe guys, and oh, we're like, oh. Are you shitting me, bro? And then uh, the Guns N' Roses show was Saturday. We found out Thursday.
1: All right. So did you have to cancel your, your dinner plans with, with the wife and kids? I mean, what? Did you have to cancel your Surefire yeah, game? I, I, you told, <laughs> I,
2: told, I told McDonald's I wouldn't be rolling through the drive-thru. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I mean, there was, a, there was a bunch of stuff to get done very quickly because we had to provide our own front of house guy, our own sound guy. We had to provide our own monitor, sound guy. We had to provide all of our own equipment. Um, do you have Do you have
1: all of this stuff? Do you have a sound guy that you just call up and
0: be oh, like? We call
2: Cooper. I was going to say, Republic, you know, right, you'd right. yeah, you would call Cooper. Cooper's yeah. the guy. Uh, we love Cooper. And then, um, and then Grant at the Republic is always great uh, for monitors. Ross always also great for monitors, but right. Ross is always out with the Green mm-hmm. or yeah. some somebody. Uh, and Grant wasn't available. But we got this great guy, Eric. Eric Izumi is yep. rad. Oh yeah, he's awesome. We hadn't had as much experience with him, but when I saw him, I was like, oh, Eric, great. I'm glad you're here. Yeah. Uh, he was red, and we just had to pull it all together real quick. And um, uh, so it was, a, it was a nutty. Matt Scramble. Yeah, it was a nutty couple days. I, but then.
1: Did you get, <laughs> uh, get sound checked? Did you get time to yeah. appreciate the size and absolute grandeur of the stage before yeah. that night?
2: It was insane. I, got a, I uh, took a picture next to the drums. <laughs>
1: Next to the Guns N' Roses drums? Yeah,
2: you got to do that. So we just set up our stuff in front of theirs. I mean, that was still, regardless that they set up all their stuff, and we just had to find a footprint inside their stuff, still, that was like the biggest stage we'd ever played on before. Right, so even within
1: the confines of their stuff, you still had double the stage space you normally get.
2: It's a a stadium.
1: Yeah, Yeah.
2: it is. Yeah, Literally. (laughs) Soundcheck was crazy. It was awesome. You know, like where we're hearing... We're hearing the drums just echo through the stadium, yeah. you know? Um, uh, and um, nobody, uh, I, I don't know. I think we all just kind of just went with it, tried not to think about it, you know, just like the a gig. You just play mm-hmm. it. Our drummer uh, was losing his mind <laughs> driving up to the stadium. He was Matt. like, Yeah, Maddie," He was like, you guys, it's, it's the stadium. We're like, yeah, it is. He's like, no, no, no. But like. It's the stadium, you guys. But yeah, they have a flea market there. So com- com- I know what you're talking about. Calm under pressure is not Matt's uh, strength, right? <laughs> and I don't want to. I don't want to hop around too much. But what happened is, well, like,
0: um, so you know, uh, you know. Actually, a- wait, hold on. Before you okay. get into that, because we're going to go down a Guns and Roses rabbit hole for days. Okay. Sir. We All need right. to pick the word of the day. And, and then get a Brandon, drink. Brandon needs yeah. to make our cocktails because, Jesse, you've been talking so much. Brandon has been chomping at the bit to make a drink. He just right. can't get a word in edgewise. Jesse,
1: think about the word of the day. <laughs> yeah, I thought about this. Okay, good. Hold on to that. Okay. Brandon,
0: <laughs> put a pin okay. in that
2: for just right. a second.
1: Think of it there. All right, All right now show your f-ing mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon, what do you got for us, man? The word of the day? No, drink. Drink oh, of the day. Oh, the drink of the day. Well, this
3: first cocktail, we're going to start with some. Tito's vodka, a little bit of house-made simple syrup, some freshly picked mint, some cut-up lime, and we're going to throw it together and smash it like an old bourbon smash, but it's going to be a vodka smash. I had anticipated making cocktails for a band of eight to ten, so I figured I would do something very simple that I could get into the hands of... Bands and uh, you very quickly and then when I showed up there were three people in the room and I said like, well I would have brought something <laughs> we'll, a little bit we'll more complex uh, than that yeah. so but this will make it a, worth your while yeah, but, this Don't worry a, about uh, it. but this is a very simple yet very tasty mm. and refreshing drink a la Originally from the Kentucky Derby uh, Sort of era oh, Very, nice. very Julep what's the name of the drink? Uh, it is a vodka smash a re- and it is a derivative of a bourbon smash. Right. I just
1: want to drink it out of a a, a pure silver cup here, a little, my little and, julep yeah, cup. Not, Instead, not we have nutty, plastic nutty cups John that say Carter. John Carter. Yeah, on the- that's right, John Carter. Oh, By the this, way, Brandon, movie?
0: Brandon, if you count Jesse's beard, there actually is five of us. Mm, it's true. In the room. It's true. Okay. So okay. Wait. What is the word of the day? Word of the day, sir. Oh, okay. We didn't do that yet. Plumial. Oh, whoa! <laughs> All
1: right, define plumial, fancy pants. It's Hold on, let me uh, Google.
2: It's it's in regards to clouds. In regards to clouds. Yeah. You guys right. don't remember this? You Did, guys do don't listen to this? your own podcast. What? Guy Hagi yeah. came on here. Okay. And you're like, word of the day, and every time you say the word of the day, you right. drink. And Guy Hoggy goes, how about plumial? Oh. And I'm like, guy, you know you want a drink
1: when you're there, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, that's funny. I right. I, I, yeah, you're right. We don't listen to
0: anything. So wait, you actually <laughs> listen to a podcast. That's good. That's yeah. what I got out of that whole story. <laughs> Thanks, Flash. Dude,
2: musicians listen to nothing but podcasts. We make music all really? day. You want to listen to anything people, else. Anything else. You don't, you
0: don't find yourself wanting to listen to, not obviously like your band's You're not jamming tapes, the new Billy Eilish every minute of every aren't, day. But aren't, Who? You, aren't you curious <laughs> to find out what other people are doing? And Yeah, but then that's work. So you can't just listen to music for the sake of enjoying music. You're going to, like, I start breaking it down. Like and classical music, right? You just listen to smooth
1: jazz.
2: I can sometimes, you know, but um, I have to listen to something that's, like, so completely unrelated to what we're doing because mm. otherwise I do, like, I'll listen to, like, you know listen to, like, uh, Greta Van Fleet or Janis Joplin or Rival Sons or... Wolf Mother. Wolf Mother, sure. And I just think, like okay, what's that guy doing in that song? Mm, you know, mm-hmm. and then like, and then try and like take a little piece of it and store it, you know, in, yeah, you in the bank Yeah, you can't enjoy somewhere. that.
1: That's, I mean, that's work. That's work, yeah. you know?
2: And uh, right now we're working on the Mo... Okay, by the way, word of the day is Motown.
1: Motown! I Wait, it's, like not we'll that no, it's not Plumial? It's not, pl- it's not, not was Plumial. a joke,
0: Flash. Damn, keep Flesh up. Doesn't well, Jesse isn't funny, jokes. so I can't tell when
1: he's making a joke or not. <laughs> he was pretty funny when he was roasting your ass several years yeah. ago. Uh, he you
0: was know. roasting your ass, too, my friend. So, your sister that, thinks so I'm hilarious, so
1: careful, by cur- the way. Be about opening <laughs> up Pandora's
0: box. <laughs> uh, uh, word of the day is Motown. Every time you yeah. hear Motown! the word of the day, take
1: a drink, Motown! Motown!
0: Woo! And by the way, Jesse, um, Guy Hoggy and his lovely wife, Kim Janala, are gonna be on the podcast in February. February twenty nice. sixth, I believe. Yeah,
2: they're one coming of, they're coming back. One of my favorite podcast things is when a couple will go on the podcast.
0: Yeah. I don't know if we've have we we haven't had a I mean, besides you and me, there hasn't been any couples on the podcast. Well, I guarantee you this.
2: Mm-hmm. The the first the first time you had him on, this is gonna be a completely different interview because his
0: wife will be in the room. Hmm. I, you know what? I disagree because guy, guy is pretty much guy all the yeah. time, and Kim is super cool. Yeah. yeah. yeah plus, with Flash's but...
1: booking experience here, one of them will show right. up, so we're good. Yeah. He might
0: be, he might be guy, but when his
2: wife is around, he's married guy, married guy, married yeah. guy, <laughs> that guy.
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's get back to it then. So, okay. uh, sound you're, checking. You You're, 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 you're on your way to the stadium. Guns yeah. and roses.
2: Sound check was Matt's awesome. Matt's losing
1: it. <laughs> right. <He's>
2: like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then, uh, you know, like, we're still just like, we're, we're the, the bottom rung on the totem pole for this thing. You know, we got, we got thrown in there, and we were stoked to have the opportunity. We, we, we knew we were going to get up and do our thing, and now it's going to be great. But uh, we get there, and uh, we're just walking in with our two suitcases <gasps> full of, like, our T-shirts. We're like where do we put these someone and there was just so much going on you know that uh no one really had time to address like they're just like just stand right there and we'll tell you when we need you yeah so we sat in the back of the stage like in the tunnel that the football players go down oh yeah we sat back there for hours (laughs) they were like they were like show up you have to be here at noon we're like all right we're gonna be there at noon and then we get there at noon. And they're like, just stand in that spot. See this X? Just stand there until we're, <laughs> till we tell you what to do. And, uh, and so we're just sitting there. And then, um, and then, like, I don't know, three hours later, maybe they're like, is there, is there maybe a, like a bathroom or something? They're like, yeah, we have a trailer for you guys right over here. <laughs> Jesus, are you kidding me? I swear to God, I swear to God. But we did, like, we took him in and we had to walk the merch over to the office where they take the merch. And then while we were walking down, we see what we think is Slash doing sound check. Slash has a stand-in that looks like him. That
1: does his sound check for that
4: him? That does the Start preliminary,
2: double. the preliminary, so he comes down and does it afterwards. But first they got a guy with hair and a hat. And a hat? And a hat. And, and <laughs> his, name,
0: his name is Ash, not right? Slash. <laughs>
1: it's Ash.
0: Or maybe it's Flash. It's not Maybe, Flash. It's no. definitely not Flash. <laughs> nope. No, it's
1: cooler than that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> now, do you think that's yeah. just some weird ego trip, or is that like a lighting... And they have the big video <laughs> monitors, too. All right, stop. Answer your own question. Yes. Okay, your
1: slash, you have the opportunity to have a guy that looks like you, sounds like you, come out and pretend to be you for I, an hour before you come I think it's a staging out? thing. I think it's a yes.
2: lighting and staging situation, but you want to talk about... Uh, not ego thing, but just like if you're slash decisions you get to make. We'll get to that in a second. But dude, let me <clears> tell you. So, we finally go back to this little trailer, and then they're like, right as soon as we get in there, they're like,
0: we need you on stage for sound check. You've know? been but, sitting in a hot hallway for three <laughs> Mark, hours. Murphy's Law. The right. minute you leave the acts, now we're right. ready
2: for you. <laughs> so we go and we do sound check, and that's when our drummer Maddie is like, "Holy, <laughs> you guys! It's it's huge. You know, it's huge. You're seeing all those seats, and it's crazy." And it's
1: the seats are tiny from the stage, or at yeah. least the stage is tiny from the seats if you're sitting further back. Yeah. So the, so the mass, the sheer mass of audience that you're visioning has to impact you at some point here.
2: Yes, absolutely. Then it changes, though. Nothing, nothing the way you think that show would go goes the way you would think. So you know how uh, opening up for, you ever hear of the whole thing about opening up for the Rolling Stones? It's like it's a great uh, accomplishment to get but you're not playing for that crowd. When you're opening up for the Rolling Stones, you're playing for people who are finding their seats, Mm -hmm. getting their beer, buying a t-shirt, you know? Right, right, right. So like Red Hot Chili Peppers is like playing to not that many people at first. So when it was finally time, and we had like, in addition to finding a sound guy and a monitors guy and getting all the equipment lined up, we got, of course we have to document the situation, so we hired a videographer, Mm -hmm. hired a, a photographer, and they're following us around. And uh, our drummer's like, I can't, I can't, he's normally, he'd be like, let's have a couple of drinks and loosen up. He's like, I can't, I'm not, I'm not doing that. Oh. There was
0: ever a time for Matt to have a drink. Right. That's but the it time. Was, it was right before we went on. He was like,
2: all right, three shots right now. Wow. This. Oh <laughs> my God. Zero yeah. to 60 real quick. <laughs> yeah. But
0: I mean, our, our bass
2: player, he was pretty chill and Casey, our singers just, she's super calm and confident in those situations above anything else. That's like a fish swimming, you know, that's mm-hmm. like, that's where she is like the most at home. She was like, I'm excited. Just she's get meant me out to, there. She's Let's meant to this. be there, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the bigger the crowd, the better, you know? Um and and she, which she, is why she's not here today, by the right. way. <laughs> <laughs> she was just like, I don't want to talk to Flash again. Like mm-hmm. he's always showing up to the bar drunk, talking like I'm
1: Flash. It's <laughs> <laughs> <That's> exactly her, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and,
0: and exactly me. <laughs> yeah, it's
2: exactly, no, no. I mean, the rest of the guys wanted to be here, but I know we're gonna talk about it later. But uh, everybody? I mean, there's just some people have jobs. You know, what weird. You weird. So anyway, so. So everybody was pretty calm. Um, I mean, there's some there's some like anticipation feelings, and then you walk out, but it's it's still daylight, and people are still finding their seats. Right. You know, if they're
0: even in the parking lot yet. <laughs>
2: yeah. So we're back there. We're like, guys, we f- did it. We got this gig. Big group hug. Like, all right, f- do this. Sh-. And you walk out. See on
0: the swearing. PG-13. Really? Yeah. <clears throat> Oh, sorry. That's right. I've been hitting mute podcast. this whole time. It's, it's I,
2: good.
1: Yeah. Anyway.
2: I thought you guys, I thought you would tell me the first time I swore. All right. Well, we told you a year ago. Apparently <laughs> you don't remember. <laughs> um, so, so, yeah. So then uh, we're back there. Big group hug. Everybody's excited. We walk out. And uh, Flash forgets to turn off the ringer on his phone because mm-hmm. he's a professional. Right.
1: And um, <laughs> Tell me again all the rules of yeah, radio. I told Flash. you this
2: a year ago, Flash. <laughs> Touche. <Right? laughs> so then we walk out and it's daylight and people are still finding their seats and my drummer gets to me and goes, Oh. Yeah, whatever.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's like a day at the fair.
1: Yeah.
3: Now now we're playing
2: at the but fair. But it's like, hey like I mean but still like uh, a, a a spread out group of people at the stadium is still thousands of people. Sure, you know it just looks yeah. less because it's spread out. We're like, just thousands of people. Let's freaking do this thing. Yeah, you know. And so we just, you know, it's just like one, two, three, hit it, and we just hit it. We hit it. We hit it at eleven right away. Mm-hmm. And you uh, hit it, Motown. No! <laughs>
0: so thirsty.
2: And Casey came alive. Timmy, our bass player, came alive. Maddie just nailed it. I just, I, I went inside and I just
0: did the whole thing. How many, how many songs? Did you give? You, did they give you a song number or, or a time? You
2: always get. You, you don't get a song number because who knows how long a song could
0: ever be. Right. You'd be like Queen. Limit. You
2: get two songs. You're like great Bohemian Rhapsody twice. Right. No, it's it's always a set time. So it was forty-five minutes. I couldn't believe That's they gave us a huge amount minutes. of time. Yeah.
0: Typically, it's twenty to
2: thirty. How long is your usual set? Um, well, it depends if, if it's a show we're headlining that we're putting on, it's, you know, going to be 45 to an hour, but that's like, you know, that's a, a headline time. If you're like a big national act, you're going to do like 90 minutes at least, mm-hmm. you know? Um, mm.
0: but maybe it's more 75, I would say, yeah, it's more common. Yeah. yeah. A lot of, I a mean, lot of talking.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you're around flash, it's just a lot of talking, right. mostly just a lot of hot air expelling out of nowhere. It means nothing, but, um, <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, we did 45 minutes. And, and that's, a, that's a good, solid set, you know? Yeah. Um, and uh, but, so by the time we were done, the stadium was full and it was dark and mm-hmm. the lights are on and everything's going. And, you know, I mean, it was, it was insane. It was crazy. So you start out and it's, you know, it's still daytime. So you got to ease out.
1: into it a little bit. Yeah. By yeah, the time really... we were
2: done, it was insane, you know?
1: I was there for that. I got to see it. I got to, I got to watch. We were there in our seats early for that show. Um, I saw you. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was like, How the hell did you see? We were sitting close, but I don't think we were sitting that close. Um, but, you know, we, we got there, and, you know, it is like, it's light, you know, you're you're, you're distracted because you're buying drinks, you know, you're, yeah. you're deciding if you're going to buy some merch, kind of walking around. You don't want to take your seat just yet. Right. But you guys came out on stage, and it was. It was daytime. It was a very festival-like atmosphere. But by the time you finished your set it was it was clearly showtime yeah. you know the stadium was was illuminated the rumble of the crowd was definitely louder even the conversations had dimmered and people were were starting to kind of pay more attention uh, but you could kind of see it in your voices in, in your in your performances i know that kc towards the end of it i think she she had a, a few moments where she's like holy crap i can't believe we're opening for guns and roses it's huge. you know yeah. like she even said that i think on the mic at some point you know it's just like It it hit you at
0: some point.
2: Yeah, Casey actually. uh, I mean, Casey has just a way of really winning over a crowd, whether it's. She's a star.
0: Yeah, Yeah. she is a star. She is, no offense to you. Well, maybe offense to you. I mean, she's clearly (laughs) the star of the band. That's what you do. And she owns yeah. she own, when sta- or Stacy when Casey is on stage, she owns that stage. Yeah. Owns Every it. single there could be yeah. stripper poles and girls doing weird stuff yeah. and all the crazy Which there stuff. usually is. At a, King's of, Spades ever been to a show. Kings of Spades show, but I mean, it's uh, she commands the stage. I, I was going to sure. ask
3: you, do you feel that when the difference when you first walked out that you had won the crowd over by the time you did your last song
2: and we're walking off? Did That's you feel like we, em, mm. like we got them?
3: Like yeah. we got them right yeah. before it, Guns it, and Roses?
2: It did feel that way. It did. We've had some uh, tours where we've opened up for bands who like their audiences don't want to hear the opener, mm. and I have I have felt the I have felt the winning over of the crowd. You don't always do it, but I do you felt like we that have
0: that challenge. Oh, I
2: love it, yeah. love it, yeah. Yeah. absolutely love it. We're like, all right, just keep 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 your conversation going right now. Yeah, you know, but let's see if we can win you over by the end of this. I like that challenge.
1: You know, there's a good example of that uh, when we uh, when we had you guys at uh, Le Daniel Blanc. I know that there was there was hesitation. You know, Casey expressed a a couple of times. She's like, "Is this is this for us? Are you sure? Are we in the right place? Did you call the right Kings of Spade? We're not Kings of Leon, you know, right? (laughs) (laughs) A common mistake, right? Easy mistake to make. Uh, But you know, from the moment you started playing, you had this this seemingly wrong crowd eating out of the palms of your hand.
2: Thanks. Did it feel that way? Totally. <laughs> I mean, but they were also hammered. I mean, <laughs>
1: it's true. What they were? Yeah. Weird. You
2: remember Flash? Flash? Was there. You were there.
0: But well, he doesn't remember. He was there, but oh, also uh, hammered. Yeah. I remember. No, because they went on at a time when I wasn't hammered yet. Sure. Sure. Was it the Motown time? Motown. Yeah. Motown. Yeah. You know who was hammered. I won't say her last name, but her first name begins with Leilani. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh, oh yeah! yeah. Hey-o. Hammered. Also, her first name begins and ends with Leilani. <laughs> yeah. Also, listen to her podcast, and you can you can see what we're talking about. See <laughs> exactly but, how, but the how that and might Blanc sound. Show was
2: great, super fun. That was awesome. We get out there, and it did feel like you know by the end of it, we're like, okay, this is this was epic. This was like bucket list yeah. stuff. And Casey, she she's the the front person. She's the star of the show. She called me the day before we played, and she goes, hey, man, you do a great um, Folsom Prison Blues by Johnny Cash, and the band, you know, we do like a hard rock heavy version of it. And she goes, Slash is your favorite guitar player. Guns N' Roses is your favorite band. We're playing at the stadium. You want to do that song? Where We should do that. You should sing.
0: Wow. Yeah. I was like, "Nice." wow. You sure? And she that's, was like, "Yeah." That's not how Kings of Spade normally works, by the way.
2: Uh, no, normally I don't sing. That's true. Yes. <laughs> but – uh, but she was like, "Yeah, man, like I this is this is a big thing for us." And I, you know, I think uh, I think you should I think you should do that if you yeah. want to. And I was like, "Yeah, I want to." Yeah, yeah, so I did. It was crazy.
1: Yeah, it was, yeah. It, was it was amazing. Uh, still to this day, the most requested. Repeat band, uh, we, we've never repeated a performer. Oh, we uh, had a really
2: good time last year yeah. when you invited
1: us back. Yeah, Krista was uh, uh was was the only repeat performer we had uh, ever, and uh, you guys still people are like, I hope King of fade come back. That'd be great.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, we, uh, we've been waiting for that second invitation, but uh, <laughs> we'll see <laughs> if it happens. We'll uh, see
0: what happens. All right, crazy it- Axel story. Mm. Hold on. How There's another drink he? happening. What's oh, going whoa, on back Brandon. there? Brandon. Whoa. What's going on? I wait, hear wait, the shaky wait, shaky I get the Instagram of I, another I, I wanna, cocktail-y. I want to film, film this Motown awesomeness about that. Yeah, yeah. Motown.
1: Just in time too, because I've reached the bottom of Johnny mm-hmm. Carter.
0: I've been
3: watching your cup, and right when you got to the end, I was like, oh, that's my cue. That's talking about opening for. Thank somebody. you so much. Thanks. Thanks honest.
1: for paying attention. So, so what's going on? Yeah. 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 What oh, are you making? Uh, th- okay, so the cocktail
3: that I'm uh, making now, we're gonna have a three-year rye whiskey. It's uh, by the gentleman that started the Orange Swift Winery. He came out Ooh, with his Orin own. Orrin Swift. Uh, no. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna be making a cocktail with the prisoner wine. No. Uh, he started uh, his own. Uh, liquor Venture, and this is called Lip Service. I thought the title was uh, appropriate since mm-hmm. uh, we have a band flashes here around. in studio. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, so this cocktail is called the Mad Hatter. It's got some rye, a little bit of absent wash in the glass, uh, mm-hmm. fresh lemon, lime, some simple, a whole lot of love, and uh, some good times. There Excellent. Mad, Mad Hat. And a touch Get of Get to
1: it. Thank you so much. Okay, crazy Axel story. Um, so, all right, sure. Um I don't know how
2: crazy this will be, but so um, does he. Ha- he doesn't have eyebrows, right? The whole eyebrow thing Wait, that went away. I don't know. Actually, we gotta
1: back up for a second. You met the band? No. Who?
2: Of course. Not. That was like the first question. Like, how was it hanging out with them? I was like, we didn't hang out with them. Are you kidding me? They that's probably- a question
0: that's asked by even you. Know they didn't meet the band.
1: Of course not. But yeah. I, th- I thought maybe.
0: Nope. No, 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 no. Okay. No way. Not. We okay. We went on tour
2: for three years as direct support with this band, Kings X. Okay. We didn't really meet them until like the second or third time we went on tour with them. <laughs> and and that, that's and, messed up and that was by like, the way. And that was like uh They chose that, you to open and they go on tour with them. They but they didn't, choose didn't us. bother Their to management meet you. chose us. So first of all, one thing you have to understand, it's not always and I don't even know if it's usually, but it's not always the band that picks the opener. It, they they're like who I don't I have more important things to worry about. You know they're like uh, they're like uh, the a- the agent or the manager usually chooses. Okay, or if so. it's if it's a local band, it's the promoter. So when you meet each but other, management you're just has like to approve it. it's like a yeah. prearranged
0: marriage. You guys are like here's, hey. here's yeah. what happens. You send in um, an EPK, but really you send in one song and whoever is making the decision listens to about a minute of that song mm-hmm. and then they either say thumbs up, thumbs down and then send it up the food chain, but it'll go to a marketing person. And then it might go to the artist direct management. Maybe. In yeah. a very, very rare case it gets to the actual artists themselves, but that's almost unheard of. So the, the artist can do that though. The artist can choose, but normally they don't. Like for example, um, this
2: lip service drink, by the way, fantastic. Go it, to hold on, let's, let's go to, let's, let's, to deck at the Queen Capulani Hotel and ask for and the motor. Order this. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It is fantastic. Oh my god.
1: Yeah. That is an orgasm in your mouth. Flash, you know what that's like.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> <coughs> you know, I was trying to get the words out to say that I'm all molecular. I, just,
5: I just couldn't do it in
0: time. <laughs> Jesse beat me to it. Oh. Mango.
2: Come on, I thought you were quick. Anyways. Well, that's um, what she said. So <laughs> So, uh, in there's one example—the the, the neon trees. You know that band, mm, yes. the neon trees. Yeah, yes. I do. So they—they they were chosen by the killers to go on tour with the killers because the drummer of the killers knew one of the members of the band of the okay. neon well, trees. Okay, well that
1: makes sense. Sure, that can you know, happen. A friend hooking up a friend up. Sure, but
0: oftentimes you still, you still need to be good enough to be. You got still of have course. to pass it Absolutely. by your bandmates and the right, 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 right.
2: So it's not that Guns and Roses chose us. The, mm. the, the the promoter did, you know, and and that's and that's fine and that's great. But yeah, we went on tour with this other band. We didn't meet them for a long time. And then the first time we actually got a chance to talk to them, they're like, oh, you're still here. All right, cool. Like, right on. <laughs> and, uh, but, you know, then a few more tours in. Then we got to be friends. We had dinner sure, together. Okay. You know, like we go out on tour and uh, the drummer came out to see us on our last tour. It's great. They're, they're nice. super, those guys are awesome. But Guns N' Roses, they're not concerned with like Anything. making the day <laughs> of the band that's opening yeah. for them. You know, they're concerned with. Putting on their best show, and they've been doing it for so long, they have their routine, I'm Ooh. sure. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes. You know, they have, yes. they have the things. They were probably sitting in their individual hotel rooms till like 15 minutes before they went on, and then they were quickly whisked to the thing. Sure, sure, sure. So, but here's what happens. So, we, we have to very quickly get our stuff off the stage after we're done playing. And, uh, and then we have all of our gear, like, in, now again, we're back in the tunnel with all of our gear just sort of there, hastily taken from the stage. And then we're packing it up. And then uh, two escalades roll down the tunnel.
1: Like into the stadium? Escalades? Uh, yeah,
2: like the, yeah, into the, into the tunnel that like the football players will, will run down. Right. And, uh, and a bunch of people get out of these escalades. None of them are in Guns N' Roses. Okay. <laughs> Except for Axel. It's Axel and probably his wife and his entourage. Okay. Then the, the escalades back up. The tunnel. How, how many Escalades? Two Escalades. Okay, okay. Two Escalades. Two cars for one band member. Right. And Kay. his entourage. Then those same Escalades, or maybe different Escalades. I didn't tag them. I don't know. But probably the same ones. Then pull down. Then the rest of the band gets out of those Escalades, except for Slash. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it was, it was like Duff and, um, and then the other guys who, you know, people don't really know their names right now. It's the right. new drummer. Who's the new drummer? uh he's well he's not new he's been with axel for years and years But it's not years. matt sorum no 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 it's not matt sorum um nor is it steven adler but it's this uh it's this heavy set bald guy that's been it's basically so w- when guns N' roses split up axel rose put together after a certain point he put together a whole new guns N' roses right and it was all these guys that were with guns N' roses it was um it was
0: that where, uh, buckethead was his guitar player head right? was
2: one of his guitar players um was that DJ Ashba? I don't know if anyone knows that name, but he was one of the guitar players. Regardless, uh, they took some of the guys that Axel had been playing with in the current Guns N' Roses, and then Slash and Duff came back. And that's how this whole thing came out. Also, they have Dizzy Reed, who was the piano player on the Use Your Illusion albums.
0: Okay. So, underrated guy, that guy. Totally. Yeah. yeah super.
2: Yeah. I mean, any. I mean, to be fair, in the rock and roll world, any keyboard player is underrated. We mm. have a. Kings of Spade is four guys, but we actually have a fifth guy. He's just he's not technically in the band. He hasn't been in the band from the beginning. His name is Ken Likes.
0: He's he's fit. like the touring musician that always goes out with Kings of Spade. He's awesome. We won't play a show without him. He plays guitar and why is he's... he
1: not in the band? What the hell is this? <laughs> this is a this is this a This is a good question. Yes! yes. He's in the band. Why isn't he in the band? He he is
0: um, Careful. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> Answer it as though he's listening.
4: <laughs> Careful. So, he's just
2: so the the four guys in Kings of Spade. That is our life. That is our the 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 um, primary objective, and he, that's not his primary objective. He he plays a lot of other music as well. Okay. But he will prioritize Kings of Spade when we have a show. But um, so by the he's, way, he's your that's gun no different than you. By the way. Sure.
1: <laughs> no, but but um.
2: But he, he's he's great, okay. but he's, he's just not... He, he doesn't, he's just not in the band. He, yeah, he's just not... No, he, he is in the band,
1: but he just... But he's not. He's kind of like Flash is on the podcast, but he's not really anybody's friend. Right. Right? He's like, it's he's like, like, it's like we Flash, let him be here because he pushes buttons.
2: It's like yeah. Flash has a job, but he doesn't actually work. <laughs> so... <laughs> So, so like did he analogy. open for Guns N' Roses with you in the band? Oh, so, okay, so, that's the thing. So, he came. Way,
0: way to reel back in, Brad. Yeah. Let's focus here. He <laughs> didn't, <laughs> he didn't let's play. let get the bartender to get us back on <laughs> track. Right. So so You're that's, not driving, that are
2: you? Is the, that is actually, that's a really. I couldn't have even said it better. That's the key thing. So, he didn't play the Guns N' Roses show with us because he had a corporate gig that he was playing with another band. We found out two days before that we were playing. So, it didn't matter what we were doing. Cancel everything we're doing this show. But not him. Ken, he he tried so hard to get out of it. Like up until, yeah.
0: Did he? I'm sure he did. Like up until Soundcheck, he was like, I'm still trying. We're like, Ken, it's too late. You were at Soundcheck. So if Ken would have made Soundcheck and performed with you at Guns N' Roses, would he be in the band?
2: He would have been in the band just as much as he already is. He oh, just, so not at all. He makes it whenever, whenever he can, and he yeah. always prioritizes. Maybe it if he was in the he band, can. he
1: might have prioritized it a little higher. I'm just- <laughs> or dude, I'll play it. But I tell if you I'm what, in the band. right? If you can play your cards, buddy. <laughs> yeah. But I tell you this what, if leverage. you see
2: if you see this guy on stage, he's a monster. He's great at keys. He's great at guitar. He's awesome. Every
0: single person in your band, you know how I hate giving you compliments, but I love giving Kings of Spade compliments. Anyone
2: compliments for that matter.
0: Kings of Spade, every single band member is an unbelievable musician. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Great on stage. Uh, I don't know if provocative is the right word. I think Casey it's not, is but I know that's Where right your head way goes way to, <laughs> to look at, but everyone on stage is fascinating in their own yeah. right to watch. Yeah, I, I love every single one of you guys individually on stage. You're all doing something interesting mm. that is a good, um, a good visual. They're good stage performers.
1: Can, can we? Yeah. There's a lot of great sounding technical bands that on stage at a show are just they're boring. Just, they're just boring. They're wallpaper. Um, where. You know, there are, there are a number of bands I could go through the list off air, but uh, you guys on stage are just as fascinating to watch as you are to hear. Thank you. That's you give kind.
0: good show. Yeah. Um, yeah. Give good show. Yeah. yeah you give good show. Not just the
1: strippers.
2: Those right. are good, too. But we d- we you do know, like Casey, that. Casey has a, a theatrical brain. She has a theatrical element mm-hmm. that she always wants to draw into it. Uh, and then like um, a two foot tall red mohawk or whatever, right? <laughs> or like like we need a roller skating stripper with a LED hula hoop, you know, like yeah, whatever. But Casey, she's the one who's always driving for the the visual element of uh, you know we have a, we need to have a dancer involved in the show. Mm-hmm. But everyone just we really love what we do, so we get up there and we just you know that's like that's when we really just let out all the steam. Um, And I will say that uh, any joking aside, this is a a rare, uh, a rare, genuine moment. But Flash has really been in our corner since like way, way, way long ago for years and years, probably like, I don't even know how long, but a really long time since the beginning, since the beginning. And when he was working at Republic, he was trying to get us into every show that he possibly could get us into. But being that, you know, he has no influence and no one likes him. (laughs) um, It's hard. No one ever listened to him.
1: It's, but then, it's great. It's great to have a pet like
0: that. You know, right. it's nice to have a puppy named Flash. But he's
2: always he's like he's always been in our corner. He's just hey, been a great I, dude I, about Kings it.
0: Kings of Spade used to play at Apartment Three, not often because that's Kings of Spade. When in fact, Kings of Spade was he, the only band, and I had to convince everyone else. I'm like, they don't do acoustic yeah. because at Apartment Three, obviously, acoustic is like right. the only thing you yeah. could do. And we got I got Kings of Spade in there like to do acoustic full on. Do their thing. We a very, that was the only
3: special episode of the Maleco <laughs> podcast.
2: <laughs> the only unplugged show we have ever done was right. like was at apartment. And by three. the way,
0: mm. Maddie couldn't care less <laughs> at that right. time. So years and years and Flash is like That's Hazelgrove. You got to
2: check out this band. And he he knew us like Maddie and I are like we're we're buddies and all. But then all of a sudden uh, <laughs> Hazelgrove's our manager and he's like, yeah, we're like this band. is great. And Flash is like, oh, really?
0: Are they? <laughs> yeah. Are right. they? Yeah, tell me I how great t- they are. <laughs> I've
2: been telling you. By, right.
0: the, by the way, not just me, but everyone else is like, "Maddie, last man to the party, realizes that Kings of Spade is awesome.
2: Yeah. And Maddie swoops in. He's like, guns and roses, guys. Yeah. That's yeah. it. So, all right. Not to, not to so unceremoniously cut back. Two Escalades, Axel and his, and his uh, entourage, entourage get out. Escalades pull back up. Two Escalades back again. The rest of the band gets out. Right? Minus. Minus Slash. Right. Now, this is just a personal thing. Doesn't matter to anything else other than me. But I had gotten off stage. I had to use the restroom so bad. There's a porter potty like two yards from me. And I don't see Slash anywhere yet. And I'm like, forget it. I got to go to the bathroom. While I am in the port john a golf cart pulls down with Slash on it. He's not even in the escalates, and I'm, and I'm missing this whole thing. Oh. And, and uh, it was just him and the guy driving the golf cart. And Slash gets off and walks. and I come out of the, of this restroom just in time to see like the back of Slash as he's walking oh. away. That golf cart then pulls out. Another golf cart comes down with a guy driving it and a guy sitting next to him holding Slash's guitar.
0: (laughs) Is this the Slash body double? No, 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 no. Just another guy.
2: Is this Ash? The third Slash guy. Slash's guitar gets its own... A comf- <laughs> like its own escort to the stage. <laughs> Are you kidding me, bro? I love that, Maleko,
0: that would be like if I hired you to MC a gig, yeah. Right. And and, and, and I there was hired a someone cart else to carry, carry with my, my the microphone. golden microphone. Yeah. This is a good idea. It's I like, like this. Also, like, Roxy's taking notes right now. I like I like <laughs> how this sounds. It's like
2: if someone came down holding Slash's inevitable hairpiece. <laughs> <laughs> you know?
0: That's what the hat's I'm for.
1: sad. It's attached to that.
2: Yeah. So we didn't know. We didn't get to meet them. We were. I was as close to Axel as I am to you, but we were. We were separated by a barrier.
0: There was security. Did you have the thought of being like, "Hey, hi, hey, no. I just opened
1: for you. Um,
2: What'd you think?
0: No. What we did. Here's get, my demo. We did. <laughs> yeah, get yeah, a, yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: I had to use the restroom, so I went on stage. I hope right. that's good. That's <laughs> cool, right?
0: We uh, call my
1: manager Maddie.
0: Just don't go stage grow. left in the very far <laughs> yeah. corner. You don't want to go there. It smells weird. Uh,
2: I um I did. We did get a slight, but indistinguishable head nod from, okay. from Axel.
1: Head nod. Yeah. from Axel. From like
2: like it was an eye contact where he he looked at us and he saw we were packing up the gear. I think he knew we were the band that opened for him. Sure, not and just he, roadies. Yeah, and, and this is going to be great for your listening audience of uh the the one person, Flash's mom, mm, right. who listens to the show. She loves the show. Right. Um. But this is, this is what we got. Nice. Yeah. Just so just a One nod. more time. One more time Eye the contact. Okay, ready? Shh, 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 shh. Flash. There it is. Wow. Yeah. Solid. Just, Solid. A, just That's Just a amazing. very slight, slight head knob. That's we legit. Like.
1: You know, say Thanks, what you man. will. That's, yeah. Oh, that's legit. I wish your mic was working. Right now. Is it your what mic? Is? Who's mic? Uh, bang the table right in front of you there. There
0: you go. There we go. Like the Fonz. There we go. I fixed it. There you go. So, yeah. So that was... So, no other Diva moments? I mean, obviously Slash having a golf cart for his guitars. Did I can't think of a bigger Diva thing. come and say, diva who thing, stole
1: but. all the Escalades? <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, Nothing.
0: no Diva moment. Mm. Um, Did no. you get to watch the show from, oh, yeah. from the side stage? Oh, my God. Dude, I'd never thought. Because that, in and of itself, them letting you do that? Oh, a no, no, band no from the big, side of the stage? Sorry,
2: no. We had great seats right oh, okay. in front of the stage. That's what okay. I thought. Okay. We were allowed to be in the pit. We were. We had great seats Just, just... Just a little bit uh, away. I never thought I was even gonna get to see Guns N' Roses. Especially with that original true. A lot one of with, people with yeah. Slash and Duff and Axel, I was having like just
0: a real out of body moment. Because by the way, Axel with a bunch of other dudes playing Guns N' Roses is not Guns N' Roses. No. That's true. No, it's it's not, but that's not to say it wasn't
2: a great show. That, those, those shows that Axel did with that other band, with, which was called Guns N' Roses, there was... Did you see were,
0: those shows live?
2: No, I didn't see them live, but... So you don't I, know what you're talking about. You know what?
1: You don't know what you're talking
2: about. But <laughs> <laughs> this is true.
1: He does listen to no, the podcast. I,
2: ha- <laughs> <laughs> I, had, I had heard from other people, like close friends of mine that had seen that, that incarnation of Guns N' Roses, and I had seen the videos... And um, sure, I wasn't. I wasn't in, in stage. Right. I wouldn't have. I mean, they never came to Hawaii. What was I going to fly to go see that? Right. But who would do that? Yeah. But what I was really impressed with was that <laughs> there's all this there's all this um, mythos about Axl Rose being like a super super diva. Sure. No, dude. None hey, of that. With with this tour that they went on, uh, they they did a tour with uh, uh with, with the original guys right with Slash and Axl and Duff. Well, and not were, Steve Adler. So or not Matt Steve Adler or Matt, or Matt Sorum. Matt Sorum is one of the original guys, but still, it doesn't matter. Um, And they were touring with uh, ACDC. Yeah. And for a while, ACDC's vocalist. Brian Johnson. Brian, No. uh, Yes, Brian Johnson, not Bon Scott. Thank you. But yes, Brian Johnson lost his voice. Originally, be sure. Uh, And Axl Rose did double duty, sang for ACDC and sang for Guns N' Roses. And then for a while, broke his leg and he borrowed Dave Grohl's big Game of Thrones wheelchair thing. (laughs) He was singing with his leg in a cast like he was really stepping up. And this show, he was sick. He had, like, a terrible flu. Mm. The Aloha and Stadium show? Aloha Stadium, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. So one thing about this show that a lot of people don't know is he was really sick, and that's probably why he didn't sing as much. There was a lot more Slash guitar solos. Like, Interesting. It was, that show was the Slash show. So yeah. you aren't mad as a, as, a,
0: as a lead guitar player?
2: No. Oh, my God. Slash is my idol. He's my number one. Number one? Number Wow. One. Really?
0: Yeah. Interesting. Really?
2: Really number one. I have a number two, three, and four. Don't get me wrong, but he's my number okay. one. So
0: where does Prince, Jimi Hendrix, uh, you know, Jimmy Page, where, oh, does, where does everyone you, land? you want to get wow. really divisive on yeah. this? Let's do it. Yes. Let's, let's do it. Do it. Okay. You want to say Slash is better than those guys? I'm not I saying said, you're wrong. I'm just Captain Defensive over here stirring up the pot. Uh, we'll ask Slash
2: what he likes. Oh!
1: Tension breaker. Okay. Please, Flash. Calm your man. I will say this. Slash is,
2: and I'm not saying he has to be everyone's number one, Slash is my number there one. There you go. Let me ask you why. Um, it is the style. It is the execution. It is the, uh, the tone. It's the feeling. It's the, it's, the, it's, the, it's the great ability matched with the artisanship, matched with his own personal style. Mm. Okay. That's it. That, that's Slash. Showmanship. Now, He's yeah, a, yeah it's not—it's—it's it's his showmanship, yeah. but also his ability and also his artisticness. My number two is Angus Young from ACDC.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Um. Somehow underrated, by the way. I feel like.
1: I don't.
2: I don't know. He's, In certain he's circles, maybe underrated.
0: I—I I, I would say so. Yeah. Yeah. Right after that
2: is Prince, though. Absolutely. Mm, yeah. Yeah. For anyone that doesn't know, sometime one one time uh, uh, a reporter asked Eric Clapton who. The world generally agrees as one of the greatest guitar players. Right. Said, how does it feel to be the world's greatest guitar player? Eric Clapton said,
0: I don't know. Ask Prince. Whoa. <laughs> nailed it. Nailed it. What yeah. an answer. Yeah. I just listened to uh, the Purple Rain soundtrack start to finish the other day. I don't know why. And I'm like, oh, my God. I think this album is underrated. Like, right. it's And how is crazy? Purple Rain underrated? It's but so yet insane. Still. because. Yeah. Every single song in that specific order, in the way that it's done, and in you're going, Prince wrote the music, Prince played the music, yeah. and Prince sang the music. It's ridiculous. Not to even mention how it ties into the movie itself. I mean,
2: but but Prince, you can't. I mean, that's you. If you just talk about his guitar playing, he's already amazing. But like Prince invented that whole thing: the writing, the production, the dancing with the guitar. The really that you can't even classify Prince's music. It's like Pop, yet somehow not pop, oh, yet funk, yet yeah. somehow not funk, yet rock, yet somehow not funk, uh, rock. These drinks are great, by the way.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Motown! But, but, Motown! Right, but, like,
2: did you guys see the Grammys? There's that artist, Her. You know, she was playing piano. She got yeah. up, she did a guitar solo. Listen, that's great. Yeah, but, sure. But, I mean, we're
0: talking Prince here, yeah. you know? So, by the way, where, no, where no does, one saw the Grammys. Where does Jimmy? Well, it's the lowest rated Grammys yet. Yeah. By the way, he said every year for ten years in a row. No. Where does uh, Jimmy Page rank on these on these ratings? Jimmy Page, yes, from Led Zeppelin, yes. Uh,
2: Jimmy Page, in my opinion, is number five.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. What What about David Gilmore? Highly underrated guitarist. Highly player? underrated. David Gilmore highly gets number underrated. four. Plastic, really? Are number you okay? Four? Yeah. Are you feeling all right? I just I'm curious because you listened to the
1: entire. Purple Rain album from start to finish yeah. the
0: other day for yeah. no reason. Yeah.
1: Feel a, a little emo? You got a little... <laughs>
0: But, I, I, I do have to say is it when it, when it comes time for purple rain which uh-huh. is like an 8 minute long song sure. or whatever come
1: on and listen to
2: the whole thing
0: I, that's when I yeah. stop it cuz I know I'm going to get all up in my feels if oh, I listen to this song right so, so then I got to stop it
3: but everyone I mean <laughs> in the, the bath with candles and a Chardonnay when you're rating the,
2: you know when you're rating uh, any artist <laughs> be it a, a painter or a, a writer or a guitar player whatever you want to call it I mean that's all very subjective to the way they affect you emotionally. Sure. So David Gilmore does affect me very emotionally. Jimmy Page affects me incredibly emotionally. Um, Prince, obviously huge. Slash is my number one. I have a separate category, a separate category for Ace Fraley from Kiss because as far as guitar players go, he, he wouldn't be matched up in the, in the top five slot, but he all, I got all my first licks from him. Yeah. You know. And then there's also got to be a separate category for Steve Ray Vaughan. Steve Ray Vaughn, he invented a whole different kind of guitar tone, a whole different kind of guitar playing. He's amazing. Did he
0: invent it or did he just white oh, guy
2: No, 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 cultural no, no appropriation. No. I know it. where you're
0: going with that. Yeah. He
2: did not Elvis that situation. He he through his through his kind of playing. Steve Ray Vaughan played with a certain uh ferocity, if that's a word. And and a, and a heavy gauge string and and mismatched a whole bunch of different amplifiers and, guita- and, and guitar effects and guitars to create a sound that no one else had made before. Not even, he didn't steal it from, from someone else. Sure, he, he was definitely inspired by Jimi Hendrix, no doubt, for sure. Where's Jimi Hendrix on your list? Jimi Hendrix is just barely out of the top five. Jimi Hendrix has, is very, very interesting because he played usually half his show
0: out of tune. By the way, the original Prince, writing, um, making all the music... And mm-hmm. playing the guitar and singing.
2: I, I understand that to not put Jimi Hendrix in anyone's top five is very divisive. You know? But if, if we're He's to- top 10, though. Absolutely. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. For sure. But I don't think Jimi Hendrix would put Jimi Hendrix in his own top 10. Hmm. I mean, I mean his, his own thoughts on his own guitar playing and singing were actually quite low. He loved what he did, and he loved the ability that he was afforded to do what he did and just be so experimental. Uh-huh.
4: wrong Played off like it below. Friends say you wicked smart In empathetic high I'm laying on the charm in. what? It's a silly game. You hate it. Bitch,
1: That was way she goes. When was that? When did that one come out? Um, we uh, we just released that one last year. All right, so that's yeah. off the, the latest album
2: there. Yeah, off the off the current release.
1: Is, uh, was that before? Or after we did our that was after we did our show. So this is, uh, yeah, this is after you appeared on the podcast. Um, how how's how's it been working with that album going? Did you like the way that sounded? Did you like the way that
0: landed?
2: Oh yeah, we love the way that album sounded. Go ahead, Flash. What you to say? I just think
0: are you sounding a little tipsy? I, I'm, a last, I'm a little tipsy. This last drink that you gave me. What, what is this cocktail number two? Is lip service? Yeah, is there? Is uh, there no, Molly it's called the Mad in this Hatter. Thing? The <laughs> Mad a, Hatter. Well, the, yeah, uh, the Mad Hatter. That's that's, right. that's questionable. What's the What's the base spirit in this again, Brandon? He did mention uh, absinthe,
3: r- uh, roofie. Sorry, that was. <laughs> no.
0: Oh, oh sorry. Sorry. favorite. I love the roofie liqueur. Yeah.
3: Come on, yeah, come on down to the deck. Well,
2: this, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this does you Come roll, on down to the deck. You the first time Every time.
1: Oh my God. Come on That's down terrible. to the deck. You won't leave.
2: We'll make sure of it. Oh, oh my God. You're going to get so much hate mail for this that. That's not funny. This that is amazing. Not, not funny. Those are not funny, funny jokes, are, folks.
1: That was bad. Those, Those are not bad. funny yeah. jokes.
2: To be fair, when I went to the deck, I didn't want to leave. That view is gorgeous.
1: It is. It is great. You yeah. know, the last time I was there, true story, uh, I got a
0: room. I just, I was just there at the deck. I drank <laughs> sure. so much. Yeah. I just decided. I went downstairs. He's, this is an absolute true story because he asked me, he hit me up for the special discount code and he
1: didn't hook it up so i wound up uh, i went on (laughs) i went on an app called hotel tonight have you ever used this app i've seen it uh so basically you can book last minute hotel rooms um and they're they're a fraction of the normal cost and there was like the penthouse at the the queen cop was was there that night and it happened to be free um, and it was it was more money than I should have spent, but it was less money than it should have been. So I wound up booking it. Yeah. <laughs> just me and my wife wasted at the deck. Nice. Um, and then we I wound have
3: been making drinks at. We it, it was I don't
1: I don't remember who was making drinks. Exactly. I just remember we drank a lot <laughs> of drinks. And so we wound up just, just stumbling upstairs. Whole lot of Motown going on. Oh. Whole oh. lot of Motown. <laughs> Motown. Was a good Motown, time. By the way, just a quick
2: reminder: Motown is on Valentine's Day, which happens to be on a Friday this year. But it doesn't matter what day of the week it is; it's always been on Valentine's Day. And
0: this is your eighth annual. Eighth annual, yeah. And what is it about Motown? Uh, because when I listen to Kings of Spade, you were like a a very heavy rock, little bit of bluesy. Sure. So. Well the the motown connection, the connection isn't might not necessarily be obvious to like a band that just opened for guns and roses sure. how 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 and why the motown connection
2: well i mean let me ask you this where would rock and roll be without motown first
0: of all exactly yeah exactly okay so <laughs> So he, he, Maleko definitely is drunk. By the way, <laughs> two drinks in, like a little white lightweight. I'm just. <clears> Mark Brandon it, is just doing is his job. Yeah, Brandon, Brandon, these drinks are done. fantastic, <laughs> man. Maleko
2: is over here, white girl There's wasted, white girl
1: wasted. <laughs> <laughs> Whiskey drinks do it every time.
2: So, um, uh, so the the first the the uh, Kings of Spade has actually really had a good time with these tribute shows. We love playing our original music. But so much music has really like influenced us really heavily over the years that like we've wanted to pay homage to a lot of different artists that really affect us. We've done um, a Guns N' Roses tribute twice, actually. We did an um, uh, uh, Amy Winehouse tribute twice. We did a Janis Joplin tribute. Regardless, we did an Amy Winehouse tribute once, and it was super fun. It was the first time we did something like that. And by that, I mean we filled out the band with a horn section, backup singers
0: this is at the republic right no no that is not not
2: Not I, i remember the show yeah that was the second amy winehouse tribute the first amy winehouse tribute was at next door in chinatown and it was the first time we did a concert where the band learned all these songs and then we got different singers to come feature on each one casey doesn't sing on all the songs um casey's really community based and she's really like she loves bringing talent around and just making a cool, fun vibe and getting everything going. She likes making a party. And Casey's really responsible for all of these events happening. She's a, she's a promoter at heart, and she really loves bringing people together. So she was like, I want to do this Amy Winehouse tribute, and we'll bring all these different singers in, and it'll be great. And um, after the rehearsal for the Amy Winehouse show, uh, that's when we met Yoza. Yoza came down and mm-hmm. sang – at the at the thing at the Amy Winehouse tribute years and years and years ago. And after the rehearsal, Casey and Yoza went out to just sing karaoke together. Like all that. <laughs> all like just all bust up. How
0: how much did that suck for all everyone else singing karaoke that night when right. Casey <laughs> from Kings of Spade and Yoza decide to go sing karaoke? It's like, all right, well I'm I'm done singing now.
2: So then uh, so they were they were up there just super bonding, just broin down, and they were like they they discovered they both loved Motown. Because both of their parents raised them on Motown music. Casey, her main influence, like her, her upbringing, her parents played her 50s, 60s Motown era music. Not always necessarily Motown label stuff, but Motown songs. And, and they were both, in that moment, they were like, we should do a Motown tribute. Just all Motown songs. So then the following Valentine's Day, we did a Motown tribute at Next Door. And then it went so well, Casey was like, we should do this every
0: year. So why Valentine's Day specifically?
2: I don't know. I think Casey could probably speak to that more if she was here. But hey, Casey,
0: why <laughs> Valentine's Day?
1: Oh, that's interesting, yeah, interesting Casey. I, it's not. insightful. <laughs> so
2: I think I think, very fascinating. I think Motown music and soul music in general, more than a lot of other genres, deal with love. Deal with a lot of love found. Country music deals with a lot of love lost. And hip hop deals with a lot of love for flashy jewelry, um, but uh, um, Truth. these are truths. But Motown sings a lot about love, you know. So it just made sense, you know, to to do it on Valentine's Day. And then it went so well on Valentine's Day. Well, let's do it next year. And the next year we did it at uh, um, 39 Hotel, which is no longer. But the year after that, we did it at the Republic, and that is just such the best place to do an event like that, to put on a production like that that ever, we couldn't ever do it anywhere else after that. So this is going to be the sixth time we've done it at Motown, at, uh, at the Republic.
1: And you've got a huge lineup here. I'm just looking at oh the God. poster. This, is, uh, this, this lineup of We talent almost needed to make the poster bigger to fit all the names fantastic. on fantastic. Yeah. Uh, well, first of all, Kings of Spade, Keith Batlin's blues experience. And, of course, Keith is, is fantastic. His, yeah. his blues, his sound, his band is effortless. You know, when they come out yeah. on stage, it's, it's such a good vibe.
2: Agreed. He's a he's a monster on guitar. He's a great singer. puts out a lot of energy. So the first band that goes on it's going to be Keith Batlin's Jimi Hendrix tribute, essentially.
0: Wow. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Doesn't even break your top five.
2: <laughs> yeah. All right. So Wait, so, so Keith Batlin don't, comes don't out. Don't make me ask who's <laughs> on your top five, Flash. Oh, no, he'll gladly tell divisive.
1: you. He will. Don't yeah, don't get him like, started. Flash, it's not about your, him.
2: Who's your favorite guitar players? And he'll be like, Go ahead, Flash. Mindy, Taylor, Sarah. Swift.
0: <laughs> Taylor Swift. <laughs> Leilani. <laughs> Who <laughs> besides Keith, Keith Batlin, there's a right. ton of local musicians. Like there is on every Motown. Yeah. Um, and what I love about Motown specifically is I'm always finding um obviously I'm in this industry and I'm I, well, I consider myself fairly dialed in, but what I notice about Motown specifically is is you guys always bring a bunch of talent that I've never heard of before, mm-hmm. um, a local talent. Yeah. And so I just want you to kind of run down uh, and go through some of the names that, that we can check out because to me, <clears throat> and this is I've seen this before, specifically with this, with this exact show, is the names I'm reading today for the first time is names I'm booking like Later. a year from now. Yeah, yeah. for
2: sure. Uh, so Yoza, obviously on it, but Yoza's a, a whole story unto herself. Uh, Kaylana you guys have seen Kaylana all over the place now I'm sure but the first time I ever saw her sing was at a Motown show two years ago and we're like who is this kid she was amazing she blew everyone away Um, our friend Kanma, who has been uh, a day one Motown performer and she puts out a lot of music on her own uh, her own original stuff she's fantastic melody soul she has this blue light funk band it's this great great funk band they rock over the whole island it's amazing um, she's, a, she's been a day one too Big Mox Obviously everyone knows Big Mox We don't even need to get into that Big Mox Sorry I'm going to grace over you Because you're too <laughs> awesome um, yeah. Miley I haven't even met her yet I don't know But I'm sure she's going to be someone That you're booking later Because she's going to kill it um, So our, the guy who we were talking about is, Who's our keyboard player Slash guitar player Ken Likes He's, he's featuring on a song he's, He'll blow your mind This guy can sing like you wouldn't believe He, he
0: doesn't have a corporate gig that night Hopefully not <laughs>
2: Jesus. Uh, We got Janai. She's probably another person who you are, right? Yeah, Uh, The Elevations Mm. is a sick band. It's like it's a trio of singers with a band behind them, and they do like a very accurate, genuine doo-wop era stuff like that. So they're going to come up. They're going to do that song. Or what? That song. They're going to do their song. They're going to do Be My Little Baby, Mm. right? Um, we can go over the whole set list if you want, but I don't want to Who, blow it. Who's this Jesse Savio guy? Is yeah, Andy so no, that this guy. Is this so, is this
1: that shambord guy?
2: So this year, when we were when we started doing it, um, uh, I uh, I play guitar in the Motown band, but also I'm the the musical director for it, which really just means I Giving yourself
1: to, a lot of titles there. Yeah,
2: I'm just like I'm this guy, but I'm not good at being that guy. So we used to have a really good music we know musical director. He would, like, have the charts, and he'd be like, horns, you're supposed to play a C minor diminished over here. And I just write the notes down, and I go, horn part, question mark? I'm like, horns, you're supposed to do a thing there. (laughs) That's really the—I mean, someone has to say start and stop. But when Casey was uh, like, we're going to do Motown again, I was like,
0: I want to sing one this year. And she was like,
2: yeah, man, you can sing one. I was like, thanks. (laughs) Thank you. So it—
0: is it a secret, or can you tell us what you're gonna
2: do? I'm gonna do a twist and shout. Probably gonna be more like the Beatles version, which originally was a Sam and Dave song, but uh, but probably be more Beatles esque.
0: Like many early '50s and '60s rock songs by white artists, stolen, stolen from black artists, stolen from black artists. Absolutely, ah, yes. no ah, yes.
2: argument there. Keep the
1: keep the dream alive. Right. Um. <clears throat> uh, you you got a lot of really great. Talented artists on here, uh, some of which uh, I I don't know I've never heard of, um, and you know it's not that it's not that I don't care or not that's, connected. That's part of the
0: fun of this yeah. show but, specifically,
1: but it's like you know you have an opportunity here to showcase some great upcoming talent. Uh, in your opinion, I mean, it, it, there do you think there's a lot of talent here in, in Hawaii that's maybe underrated or, or, or uh, undervalued? too I mean,
2: like any anything in Hawaii, it's this little microcosm we got over here that occasionally gets a little shine from uh, uh, Europe, Japan, the mainland, whatever. Um, but the talent here is amazing. It's amazing. There's some singers here who will
0: blow your mind. Someone who's just at... And, and you're not talking about Hawaiian music, nope. reggae music. Nope. There's a whole nother yeah scene, a whole nother community here of artists that are specifically trying not to be... That correct?
2: Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of there's I think in every generation there's pushback against like, you know, some contemporary Hawaiian thing, which everyone always loves and appreciates, but you always get like some young person who's like, I you know, I'm I'm not gonna do that. I want to do something else.
0: Tavana, perfect example of that. Totally, yeah, yeah, Yeah. right.
2: But then Tavana again, like he's he's constantly making nods back to contemporary stuff. He's always playing the open tuning slide, which is very reminiscent of uh, slack key stuff. You know what I mean? And his his mana, his presence is always very Hawaiian, just energy. Yeah. You know?
0: But he has made because we've had him on the podcast before too, and he made a a conscious decision yeah, to, to not, not right. basically do the thing that everyone would expect you to sure. do. Sure.
2: Tavana has a great song called The Aloha Spirit. You know, it's a great song, and it's 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 a direct nod to Aloha stuff and Hawaiian stuff. But uh, but he definitely has pushed more into the into the blues category. Yeah. yeah.
0: Brandon. Motown, Brandon. Motown! <laughs> Brandon, we're thirsty. These pretzels are Ooh. making me thirsty. Brandon, why don't you, uh, you tell us what you're going to make. All right. Let's get a circle back, I think. <laughs>
3: no, no, no. We'll uh, we'll make something else. This one is called the Italian-American War. And we start with oh a my. nice Kentucky bourbon, a little bit of uh, Italian Amaro, And uh, some bitters, and then we throw that on a big old rock, and we're uh, we're taking it downtown.
2: And uh, well, he's mixing it up. Malika, watch you throw us another song real quick. This is Flash (laughs) and Start 1019.
4: Town, we made a pretty picture back.
2: With women. They let him do whatever and then they're still his friend. He'll impregnate a woman. And then and then like weeks later he'll be like, I don't know who you are. And then she'll be a guest on the podcast later. <laughs> I mean, you
0: know? He's like, So nice to meet you. Yeah. So great to meet you. You know, Jesse, jealousy, it's an ugly emotion. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> okay. That yeah. was mess of life, by the way. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah it was great. Well, appropriately titled. So Jesse, um, so I would the, love to ask the entire band this, but just
2: for the record song is called Mess of Me. We're talking the slow, the slow blues we
0: just played again. I blame Flash. Mess of me, right there. It says that. Is, mess that, of, is that what that looked like? That, that says, says mess of me. What, what does that
1: last word look
2: what like to that you?
0: Me?
1: Life. It says
2: yeah, life. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. uh, Flash just we're has gonna, terrible penmanship. Also, just for the record, okay. he has terrible table manners. Anyone know this? If you eat around him, all the food is off the plate on the table. It's like really?
0: eating with a toddler in a high chair with a bib. <laughs> <laughs> One thousand percent. All my chef friends agree with you. Right. Um okay so clearly uh Kings of Spade has a huge affinity for Motown. Absolutely. And if you listen it, it, this I could be wrong, but I I don't equate Kings of Spade as a band necessarily with Motown, but knowing your personal taste yeah. with like Johnny Cash yeah. and the soulful blues side of rock and specifically Casey's singing style Yeah. If you just isolate Casey's vocals, it's very obvious the Kings of Spade Motown connection. Absolutely, for sure. But if you take Kings of Spade as a whole, not as obvious. Yeah. So my question to you is, uh, what is your favorite Motown artist? And if and when you were to ever do another, let's say I said... Uh, I'm going to give Kings of Spade ten grand yeah. to do a tribute show, but it, it can't be Motown, but it could be anything else. So, can I get that in writing real quick? The ten grand. Yes, absolutely. So, uh, so go ahead. So,
2: obviously, what you said is is very true. Casey is very very inspired by uh, the Motown artists. Her her, uh, I, I hate to speak for her, but she. Well, rep- you
0: have to because she's not here.
2: <laughs> but. Uh, But Aretha Franklin, I believe, is definitely one of her, one of her main, one of her main ones. Um,
0: As is almost, I don't know, any vocalist ever. Anyone who ever sings ever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
2: There's cave paintings with Aretha Franklin (laughs) singing. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. But, um, um, but yeah, that, that definitely, certainly, certainly comes in. Um. My my favorite Motown artist, especially if we're talking about Motown label Motown artist is uh, Stevie Wonder hands down number 1 with a bullet. Mm. Absolutely. I, I mean for so many reasons as far as longevity, body of work, soulfulness, you know like just everything.
0: And and what do you and get blindness? because people don't He's remember number one in blindness. <laughs> blindness. People don't remember, he got signed, he was like performing for Motown when he was what, like 12. Like a
2: tiny, tiny yeah. kid like playing a, like a
0: harmonica. L- like literally a
4: child.
2: Baby, everything yeah. is all right. That's old, old stuff. But I mean, he influenced things way, way past that. Now as far as Motown era stuff, cause we're doing some songs that are not specifically Motown label, but just soul, 50s, 60s, 70s, Motown um, style. Uh, we get a lot of wilson pickett and a lot of sam and dave and wilson pickett is my outside of motown number one wilson pickett is amazing wilson pickett uh is just like a dynamo who people don't even even really understand he's he's fantastic so there was you know the monterey pop festival Jimi hendrix had this big whole thing right monterey pop festival was put on by um you know okay might not have been monterey pop festival there's a, a festival put on by the guys in the mamas and the papas back in the 60s and they put it on and and they were trying to really rejuvenate their whole thing and they booked Jimi hendrix who was a up-and-coming guy and he blew them all away it was like a almost changing changing of the guards and who goes on after Jimi hendrix wilson pickett who has to close the show right it's like after the main act plays wilson pickett goes up and like how are you going to follow that Wilson Pickett called an audible, and he told his uh, band members, just play like uh, a super fast shuffle. And he gets up there and he nails it. He's just like, he's like a James Brown. He's like James Brown without the name James Brown. But um, he's just fantastic. So we're doing some of that uh, at the Motown show. We're doing some Sam and Dave. Motown!
4: Motown! Motown.
2: (laughs) But yeah, but to answer your question, My opinion, best Motown artist, uh, Stevie Wonder.
0: Okay. Do you have, um, let's say for the other band members, Casey, Matt, the non-existent pretend band member, Tim, Ken, whatever his name is, um, are their Motown influences the same or no? no?
2: Well, so um, Motown bass players are really in
0: an echelon all of their own. Every single Motown musician, by the way. Right. Right. Is but insane. There's
2: a, there's a there's a bass player who has played on almost every Motown song. His name is James Jamerson. <laughs> Can you believe that's a real name? Or that was the name he was going under anyways. Um, and he played on almost all the Stevie Wonder stuff. And if you go back and listen to a Stevie Wonder song and just take out the bass line, you'd be like, what is this? It's amazing. Mm. And it complements everything so well. And our bass player does really love learning these Motown songs because it teaches you a whole new style of playing. Um, and our drummer, he's not really influenced by Motown drummers so much. Um, he's more like a, a punk rock and reggae guy. But, um, but when you get into this, uh, uh, a lot of the, uh, the Motown drummers and the Muscle Shoals drummers, uh, M- Muscle Shoals was another soul, um, genre, uh, where you get Wilson Pickett, you get some of the early Aretha Franklin pre Motown, um, and uh, you know that song "Land of a Thousand Dances"? Nah, 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 nah. nah so, right? Nah, so nah, those nah, the musicians nah, nah, on that. If you if you go back and watch this amazing documentary called Muscle Shoals, you'll see not only a great um, movement in music, but a great movement in um, racial uh, equality and diversity and coming together. It was all white musicians. You hear this old time Wilson Pickett stuff, Sam and Dave, super super old Aretha Franklin. Um, It's all white musicians because they happen to be the guys that were employed by the studio, just southern kids who had no problem playing with people who are different than them. And and you think uh, that drum beat on uh, na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na, you think, like, that black drummer's killing it. It is a fat white kid in glasses. (laughs) I'm not kidding you. And they they just smoke. They're amazing. So it's not – I mean, again, it's not always what you think any – anything is going to be. It's, it's a whole other uh, story that you had no idea existed. But Motown really capitalized on all that music, really divined the genre. And, um, and so that's why when we put on these Motown shows, by the way, Motown, I said
1: Motown! It.
2: Motown, Brandon! Um, it's, it's not always necessarily Motown label stuff, but that's the beauty of that label. They, like, really created Someone just honked at yeah, us. Yeah, because we said it again. Yeah. So, yeah.
4: Motown!
2: Hey! They, they created, they really coined a genre that spread further than, than their, own, their own thing. It's amazing.
0: I mean, clearly, you're obviously super knowledgeable and passionate Someone about, has to be about Motown.
2: Someone has to be knowledgeable in here. But,
0: but thank
1: God you're here. <laughs> thank God you're here. When you're not here, the, the combined intelligence of this room... You could you could toast bread. I know. Thank, like, lightly.
2: Thank God at Maleko's other job. He just reads from a teleprompter in a suit.
0: <laughs> I mean, he has Lindsay Fukanu to, you know, carry the the majority of it. I would have the,
2: a hard time concentrating on what I had to say. She's That's very cute. Yeah.
0: Yes. She will be at the uh, Shorefire. She'll be at Motown, today, by the way. Oh yeah. yeah. Excellent. I know that. Yeah, well. Um, Jesse, yes. $10,000. Okay. You can do a tribute to anything but Motown, Kings of Spade. Oh, it's funny. What would it be? It's funny you should mention that. <laughs> so, <laughs> Maddie Boy's ears have perked up at this point. I, w-
2: I wish I wish everyone could have seen. By everyone, I mean Flash's mom, the only person who listens to this podcast. It's true. I wish you could have seen Maleko leaning from outside the microphone, leaning towards the microphone, turning it towards himself just to go, <laughs> and then turning it back away to Flash. <laughs> so Flash could keep spinning his bullcrap. But anyways, um, uh, the other, one of, one of the big, big influences on our band, Motown, sure, Guns N' Roses, obviously, Led Zeppelin, Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin, huge. I don't know if anyone would hear this, but it's one thing that definitely sticks with us is uh, Bon Jovi. What? Yeah, big time. Big time. Mm,
0: yeah. Really? Yep. Oh, oh, Brandon go got on. up out of his seat. Go Brandon's on. all fired up. Brandon's just tired of sitting <laughs> down already. I Brandon, think. you want to chime in here? Because clearly you've got something to say. No, so, but I just had images of slippery when wet. go Yeah. Right, right so in, we're
2: actually, right we head. are doing uh, a Bon Jovi tribute. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. We're going to do all Bon Jovi songs. Um, Living
0: on a prayer. I am there. Yeah, we're doing "Living on a Prayer." Obviously, you cannot do a Bon Jovi tribute without "Living on a Prayer." Wanted dead weird. or alive? That would be weird. That we, would be terrible.
2: We almost, we almost should just to just Is to this make the, you upset. Can
0: we mention the next door gig or yeah, no? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So March twenty eighth, March twenty eighth. Yeah, we're gonna be
2: at next door. We're okay. gonna do a full set of Kings of Spade stuff. Okay. And then we're gonna do a full set of Bon Jovi stuff. Oh, we're gonna do all Bon Jovi. Yeah, and then right after that. Uh, Casey, who, AKA Casey X, she's, uh, uh, that's, that's her DJ name. She's going to be oh doing boy. her second DJ set ever. Oh my God. Yep. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, DJ Jody and DJ
0: Toki. Oh, I Toki, love Jody and Toki.
2: Dude, Toki's rad. Right? So is Jody. Yeah, Jody's rad. Sure. I've never met Jody personally. Jody's rad. Yeah. Okay. We all agree. Flash. Toki also, also tall super and rad. Agreed. Jody is tall and hot and Toki was DJ uh, was Casey's DJ teacher.
0: Interesting. Yeah. So, so we're
2: going to do all I, I don't, god I don't know if I should say so, the songs we're going to do. Uh, but you I know, lo- I love the talk box. Does anyone on the, who listens to your show aka your mom or your sister who would talk to me uh, outside anyways um, know what a talk box is? It's that it's it's this guitar thing.
1: This is the thing you inha- you blow into it while you're playing, right? You, so you don't know
2: what it is, that's good. It's <laughs> 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 so. uh, all right, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> so, we'll be here all day, folks. <laughs> so I know it looks like you blow into it. It's a, it's a tube. Okay? Right. So it's a guitar pedal, and you plug into it, and the sound comes wait, out wait. of the tube. No, he's right. right no, I'm he's right. not right. Well, I, I,
1: I was wrong about the usage of it, but okay, it's, yes. it
0: comes out by the microphone. It, it, no, your intent was correct. Your
2: intent was it's correct. You don't blow into Jesse, it. Jesse, you got to give him that. All right, come His on. Your intent was correct, yes. Come on. It looks, it does look like you're blowing into it. But what it is, it's a, actually a small guitar amplifier outside of your guitar, and it's plugged into this hose. The hose. I swear
0: to God, that's exactly what you meant. Thank you very much. That's what he
2: meant. That I is very true. rarely you defend Maliko. <laughs> okay, Captain Technical. Anyone. go on. Yeah. Well, the point is, is that people think you blow into it. You don't. The sound comes out of the tube, and you put the tube into your mouth while you're playing the guitar, and then and, you put your mouth up to a microphone. And that
0: is what she said. Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: After you give her enough of whatever this thing is, we're drinking,
1: which it's you can get and she'll blow into it.
0: You see what I'm saying? Exactly, it's full circle. Which Brandon Ruby T D's deck, deck <laughs> Waikiki, Greenbriar, Thank you, this is so much. So, so that you shape the just sound, just blow into it. You shape the sound. Are you still going into this? Yes, yes, we get it. It's important. You blow into it. It's yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> you, into you know what's important? Your flesh is well, wasted. No, <laughs> I, I will say this. I have a more <laughs> obvious connection to Kings of Spade. And Motown, for for all the reasons explained earlier, than I do for Kings of Spade to go full Bon Jovi.
2: Dude, the first big, big show we ever got to do, we opened up for Bon Jovi at the Blazedown.
0: Oh, hello, mic drop.
2: Yeah, boom.
0: Wow. That's that's Um, amazing. I didn't know that. Just because you open for a band doesn't even mean you like that band, let alone are a super fan, let alone you want to do a tribute show to that band. Casey
2: brought her Bon Jovi poster on stage with her that she had from high school when we opened up for Bon if Jovi. If anyone
0: can just Google Kings of Spade and look at their lead singer right now, you will know how insane this conversation yeah, is. but if you Google Kings of Spade and do an image
2: search, what you will also actually find is Casey holding the poster of Bon Jovi at the concert when we opened up for...
0: What's your favorite Kings of, uh, Kings of Spade? What's your favorite Bon Jovi song? Bad Medicine. What's your favorite? Or lay your hands on me. Lay your hands on me. Lay your hands on me. Best lay your one. hands on me? Yeah, absolutely. With a bullet. Because So there's your favorite overall Bon Jovi song, but then your favorite Richie Sambora Bon Jovi song as, a, as, a, as another guitar player. No, no. Favorite song to play from Bon
2: Jovi. Sure. That's
0: pretty much what I was alluding yeah. to. Um,
2: actually, I would say Living on a Prayer because you do get to do the talk box thing that you blow into. Um, and that's uh, so uh,
0: yeah, you don't blow into it. What the you hell don't blow do you do? Hold on, so he, so Maleko's correct, yeah.
1: You're yeah, when you when you when Why you're correct, wow, Flash, you're really defending me. I love it.
0: <laughs> just give him this thing. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Flash, wow. this is a PG 13. So I said that word. What have I done? Jesse, just give Maleko the thing. What have I done? Flash, your mom I'm
2: just heard you swear for the first time. Yeah, She's going to be well, like, did oh, yeah, you cuss never... on air and have sex can with you someone? Just,
0: Jesse, can you just please acknowledge that Maleko was right? Sure, the labeling may have been incorrect. <laughs> But you right. and I and him, know we what all we're knew talking about like giving what kids, he was the talking about, the and car. you still insisted on calling him wrong when he wasn't wrong. Right?
2: Okay, Brandon,
0: ag- I blame you for ag- all of I'm this. Agreed. I'm so, he he I'm so knew sorry. what we were talking know. about. I didn't
2: know. Okay, <laughs> Maleko knew visually what we were talking about. Just why can't
0: you just acknowledge that he was correct and you were wrong? Because exactly. Because yep, correct. It was. It, I would have done him a disservice.
2: Would to you? not show him? What the thing actually is? Try to land yeah. it. Maleko's try right to, land it, 2- try 1- to land it, Jesse. Try to land
0: it.
1: No, that's all right. Stop talking. All right, everybody. Hey, Brennan, how can we reach you on social media? <laughs> Maleko
0: I have to get Maleko, an account first. This podcast then sign is over. In and then Maleko do
2: that on the news one day. Stop talking.
0: <laughs> uh, he would like to every day, <laughs> all the time. Um, but yeah, that. Uh. So this this Bon Jovi uh, next door tribute. Where and when can we buy tickets? Um, so we haven't put up the link yet. We, um, but it's going to be at. Are you going to give me tickets to give away on assorted radio shows and whatnot? I mean, what are you going to do for me? Have me on your podcast?
2: Yeah, <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. At least uh, I can get you drunk. Yeah. Wow, yeah. Brandon yeah. with you know the what? shots. Brandon, fired. most important guy in the room right now. The medic and the bartender. Uh, yeah, the medic so and the bartender. Yeah. So it's going to be at next door, March twenty eighth. Um, you know, if you go to Kings of Spade on Facebook, if you go to Kings of Spade dot com, if you go to uh, Instagram at Kings of Spade official, someone okay. else already got Kings of Spade somehow
0: well, before we did. Well, I will send Mike Miski after them. We'll take care of that.
2: Appreciate that. That's very God, kind of you. <laughs> yeah, you're really just I'm letting it fly. Hammered.
0: Yeah, Merd. Yeah, Brandon. I saw your lawyer on the news the other day, by the Valentine's way. Valentine's Day. Yeah, too. <laughs> <was> weird. <laughs> What's going on Valentine's Day with Brandon at uh, Queen Kapiolani Hotels pool deck? Because I'm thinking I'm going to go to Motown tribute at the Republic with Kings of Spade, but I want to have a beautiful dinner before that at the hotel. Um, I don't know. I'll be performing at the <laughs> Kumukahua
2: Theater. So just by the way, if you if you need a good dinner. Motown, we have VIP I'm tables sure doing available.
0: I, I teed it up there. Brandon. Yeah,
2: we have two top VIP tables dinner for two, bottle of wine. Oh, that's romantic. Yeah, and that is a one stop shop. You tell your significant other, I got us this VIP table for this Motown show. It's stanchioned off. You're not crowded with all these other people. Best way to see how the much show.
0: money do I need to pay you to roast my date? Uh, obviously, that would be free because it would be so yeah, fun for dude, both of come us. Do yeah, yeah dude, on. Free. Hold on, hold I'll on, hold on. will do that for free. You just said <laughs> this is PG-13, and then you asked me that question. That's also, not fair. Also, Lauren, Maleko's wife, I will connect with you later. We are going to get with Jesse. You're going to get a table, and then we're going to roast Maleko.
2: Right. And whatever teenage girl Flash is trying to score <laughs> the moment, from the intern pool right, right now. It, I
1: would not miss this for the world. For the world. Oh, uh, such good times. Brandon, what show are you doing at Kumu Kahua, uh, Way
0: of a God.
1: <laughs> way of a God. By the way. At the Kumu
3: Kahua Theater <laughs> in Chinatown. Brandon, <laughs> on
0: Brandon is the Mad Max character in this crazy Hele commercial that you see all the time. And Brandon, real quick, because we talked about this last time, yeah. you are a voice actor. What I the, am. What the hell is that?
3: I sit in a little box in my house and talk to myself into a microphone. Do so, you do character voices? Can
1: you give me a character? Uh, I do
3: not do animation he does commercials. voices. I do oh, yeah. uh, promos, commercials like Coming Up Next or Buy This did Car. Did you bring that over that. with you from L.A.? Brandon. That's yeah. why I was able to move. That's here. awesome. Hold on. Yeah.
0: Brandon, give me, give me an, 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 an in-a-world movie in trailer. In-a-world. World. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Your dog.
3: car yeah, yeah, yeah. is totally yeah. underwater. In a world where Flash is sober and Maleko runs the show
0: oh well, that'll yeah. in a yeah. world of those things that'll, that'll happen completely in a world where
2: flash so, dates girls his own age and Maleko yeah. does not look like the it guy from your office
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> so there is a there is a show going on at the so it's a theater called a way of god it's about the landing of james cook and the theater is primarily for uh, Hawaiian actors. The writing is by Hawaiians. Right. Uh, the play. It's all run by uh, people from the island. That is but, clearly why you got hired. But they needed they a like, white villain, and thus I am James Cook. James
1: Cook. The- do they cook you at the end of it? Do they Wait, eat you? White villain. Uh, That's what most a people call flesh. I'll tell you what. I have a big bruise on
3: my stomach. Oh my from, God! From taking the dagger in the stomach. Oh that uh, we have God. a stage fight, and the dagger went a little bit wrong, and I took one right in the gut oh on Sunday. I for swear, quarantine. I've
2: heard Damn. people call Flash white villain. Before. It's true. Yeah. Are you Captain Cook, Flash? No, no, no. He's Captain Cooked. Oh. As in roasted. Yeah. <laughs> Hey-o. Right. Hey-o. Hey-o. Let's follow you on social media. Where's that at? Uh, so at Kings of Spade Official on Instagram. I mean, I feel like at this point, do you
1: need anything else? That's pretty much it. Right? Flash, who's coming on the show next week?
0: Oh, that is a good question. Next week <laughs> and is. And he doesn't know the answer. You
1: have one job. <laughs>
0: I will tell you, it's coming up in February. We have Zach Merrick, the bass player for All Time Low. We have Kim Janala and Guy Hoggy. The okay, stop. Power duo. Give us that in a, uh,
1: in a TV announcer voice. Do it. Coming oh, up God. next Brandon. month on the Maleco and Flash podcast.
2: Do it, because then I'm going to do, do it after in you. In a world.
1: Um, it's
3: not going to be the so, John no, LaFontaine. It doesn't Fonte, have to be. Because Jonathan. it's just going to be me. I'll yeah, do it in the speech. strip club voice. <laughs> coming up next on the Maleco and Flash show, next month's February guest will be
1: you got to tell him Guy Hoggy. Oh. Uh, Guy Hoggy. Guy Hoggy.
3: Kim who? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Guy and Kim. Guy
3: and Kim will be next month on the Moleco and Flash show. Thanks for listening. Have a good
2: afternoon. And hey, Coming up next on the Flash and Maleko podcast, we got Guy Hoggy on the main stage. Make sure to get your ones at the bar, gentlemen. Take Guy Hoggy back for a private dance in the back. And coming up next, we got all-time <laughs> Lowe's bass player. He's turned right. into a strip club MC. I know. Welcome All to the st- stage.
1: Welcome. <laughs> Wait a minute.
3: Candy with an eye. Welcome
1: to the <laughs> stage. Candy with an eye.
4: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: Thanks for listening, ladies and gentlemen. We'll see you next week. Jesus Christ. Christ.